Chapter Twenty of Original Stories from Real Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Original Stories from Real Life by Mary Wollstonecraft. Chapter Twenty. Visit to Mrs. Truman. The Use of Accomplishments. Virtue, the Soul of All in the afternoon they visited mrs truman unexpectedly and found her sitting in the garden playing to her children who danced on the green sod she approached to receive them and laid aside her guitar but after some conversation mrs mason desired her to take it up again and the girls joined in the request while she was singing mary whispered mrs mason that she would give the world to be able to sing as well the whisper was not so low but a part of it reached mrs truman's ears who said to her smiling my young friend you value accomplishments much too highly they may give grace to virtue but are nothing without solid worth indeed i may say more for anything like perfection in the arts cannot be attained where a relish nay a delight in what is true and noble is wanting a superficial observer may be pleased with a picture in which fine colors predominate and quick movements in music may tickle the ear though they never reach the heart but it is the simple strain which affection animates that we listen to with interest and delight mr truman has a taste for the fine arts and i wish in everything to be his companion his conversation has improved my judgment and the affection and intimate knowledge of his virtues has inspired increases the love which i feel for the whole human race he lives retired from the world to amuse him after the business of the day is over and my babes asleep i sing to him a desire to please and the pleasure i read in his eyes give to my music energy and tenderness when he is ruffled by worldly cares i try to smooth his wrinkled brow and think mine a voice of melody when it has had that effect very true replied mrs mason accomplishments should be cultivated to render us pleasing to our domestic friends virtue is necessary it must ever be the foundation of our peace and usefulness but when we are capable of affection we wish to have something peculiar to ourselves we study the taste of our friends and endeavor to conform to it but in doing so we ought rather to improve our own abilities than servilely to copy theirs observe my dear girls mrs truman's distinction her accomplishments are for her friends her virtues for the world in general i should think myself vain and my soul little answered mrs truman if the applause of the whole world on the score of abilities which did not add any real lustre to my character could afford me matter of exultation the approbation of my own heart the humble hope of pleasing the most high elevates my soul and i feel that in a future state i may enjoy an unspeakable degree of happiness though i now only experience a faint foretaste next to these sublime emotions which i cannot describe and the joy resulting from doing good i am happy when i can amuse those i love it is not then vanity but tenderness that spurs me on 
and my songs my drawings my every action has something of my heart in it when i can add to the innocent enjoyments of my children and improve them at the same time are not my accomplishments of use in the same style when i vary the pleasures of my fireside i make my husband forget that it is a lonely one and he returns to look for elegance at home elegance that he himself gave the polish to and which is only affected when it does not flow from virtuous affections i beg your pardon i expatiate too long on my favorite topic my desire to rectify your notions must plead my excuse mr truman now joined them and brought with him some of his finest fruit after tea mrs truman showed them some of her drawings and to comply with their repeated request played on the harpsichord and mr truman took his violin to accompany her then the children were indulged with a dance and each had her favorite tune played in turn as they returned home the girls were eagerly lavishing praises on mrs truman and mary said i cannot tell why but i feel so glad when she takes notice of me i never saw any one look so good-natured cried caroline mrs mason joined in the conversation you justly remark that she is good-natured you remember her history she loves truth and she is ever exercising benevolence and love from the insect that she avoids treading on her affection may be traced to that being who lives for ever and it is from her goodness her agreeable qualities spring end of chapter twenty recording by john brandon